0: Welcome to the Pope Prep Coaches Show Basketball Edition, joined by a man that wears many hats here at Pope Prep, he's Director of Admissions, Dr. Charles Wade. Coach Wade, welcome.
1: Uh, Thanks for having me. Yeah. Glad to be here.
0: Absolutely. So I feel like um, in some ways the season just started, but in other ways it feels like two years ago. It's been a very unique year for you. Um, Normally you have that pre-Christmas, post-Christmas. This year it's been a bit of a challenge because you have pre-Christmas, then you get post-Christmas, then you get post-snow. Talk about the challenges to have to kind of start, stop, start, stop for this team uh, as they've gotten to the point where they're 19-4. and
1: Well, I could have did without the post-Christmas. A a couple snow days is nice for everybody, but uh, when you get to the eight, nine days, you lose a lot of your discipline, your conditioning, your focus. uh, and it, It definitely affected us as well as other teams. Um, you could probably throw another kind of break in there when we get to exams. It's a similar kind of break. We, we're we're able to practice a little bit, but it it's still the focus and the uh, kind of the intensity that you build up. You lose a little bit of it.
0: So. Last season, uh, pretty much the same makeup of the team. It was just a much younger team, still a young team. Yeah. Uh, you did not finish the season the way that you wanted. A day after the season's over, um, I see kids in the gym working to get to that point. Carried over this summer, talk about what you all as a team and as a coach have learned from the struggles last year that you had and coming back with essentially the same group to where you are this year to get to the point where you're nineteen and four and have had just a tremendous start
1: well I think just the experience of last year I mean when you're in it it's 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 tough but losing eleven in a row served served a lot of lessons uh, but it also served as motivation and We knew we were a talented team. Um, We thought we'd finish a little bit better last year. But uh, as Kevin Anglin from NBA says best, our guys got to go through those wars of Division II AA middle. Um, The games that we would not pull out or could not pull out last year, we're we're finding a way to win a lot of those close games. And it's, it's, again, serving us well this year and, and getting us prepared for the region playoffs as well as hopefully the state playoffs.
0: And you go down to Florida right after Christmas. Big tournament there. Um, win that. Talk about your team's performance to win that tournament over break.
1: Well, that was was uh, we was coming off a loss uh, at Seagull. again after exam break. We lost a little bit of our focus and our and our, I could say a little bit of our want to. We mm-hmm. wasn't practicing well. We wasn't competing like we did to start of the season. We lost a little bit of the focus and discipline. And we, we refocused ourselves after Segal. Uh, Coach Lane gave him a pretty strong talk at, uh, after that game. Um, he told him he was pretty disgusted with the way they uh, performed. And we needed to do better. And the boys took heed to that. We started practicing a little bit better. Uh, we only had a day to really get prepared before we went to Florida, before uh, Christmas break. We had a great practice. Um, we drove down there the same day we played. That was the first time I tried that. I was being a little cheap. Uh, I thought it was going to cost us for <laughs> You it, know. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, budget, man. Uh, I thought it was going to cost us a little bit. Uh, we played. We started the game well. And then we got sluggish. We didn't shoot as well. And then Jerron Talley happened. And yeah. He, he had a great last five minutes of the game, and it took us two minutes to push a probably a four-point game to a 20-point game um, based on his defensive effort and the way he shot the ball. And, and then we played the number, I think, six or 17 out of Alabama who was undefeated, two D1 prospects. Um, the game was pretty much 15 to 20 the whole game. We'd, we played one of the best basketball games of the year. And we knew that was kind of the championship game, and we got in the championship game, and we pretty much dominated that game from from start to finish. We knew we were a better team, and we we played that way, and um, and it really the momentum has carried carried us further. And Fred Bailey had one of his better games in that championship games. So um, so we yeah. we're, we we use that momentum to go in the region.
0: And Fred, as a player, we'll get into some individual players here soon. We want to kind of go post-Christmas because you come back, you open region play, you have NBA, you have a big win against NBA, you have a huge win here against BA, um, and your defensive performance is one of the best defensive performances I've seen in my five years here. Yeah. Uh, talk about that win uh, in, in what is you all in BA right there, 1-2, going neck and neck to get this this championship. Um, and, and y'all did a great job on Tyler Tanner.
1: Yeah, it was. It started with Jerron Talley again. He, he gets that assignment every night where he's guarding the other team's best player. Um, but it wasn't just Jerron. I mean, Trey took a turn. Fred took a turn. Fred actually finished the game guarding him and did probably one of the better mm-hmm. defensive jobs I've seen, even after hurting his ankle, continued to play and continue to press. And also had it going offensively. Mm-hmm. So to, to kinda have it going on both sides of the floor, um and the ebbs and floor of that game where we was up I, I believe twenty two to three and then next mm-hmm. minute we're down and then we're up again. Um, it it was a game that we would have Definitely lost a sure. year ago, so just the, that maturity shows.
0: And we've talked about that. There are games this year you all definitely would not have pulled out. Yeah. You know, I think at NBA, uh, when you all played there, you were down ten in the, the third quarter. Yeah. Uh, your guys didn't even realize that. Yeah. Uh, and there have been times that they they've won going away, they've won coming from behind. Um, you know, they took care of business of Father Ryan against Father Ryan here, Ensworth. And then a really cool tournament game, uh, the MLK weekend at yep. NBA where it's a public versus private. Yes. Uh, Hillsboro one of the best teams in the state. Yes. Uh, and you all there went and took care of business. Yes. And, and then, then it all stopped for you. <laughs> yes, uh, and, it,
1: and it wasn't a good stop for us. So. It,
0: it's rare when you see January 13th and then your next game is January 25th. Yes. Um, and what people probably don't realize, there was a lot of time where you, you during that snow time, you couldn't come in and practice. No. So you're relying on kids either going somewhere to do something or just hoping they're, they're staying in shape. Yes. Um, but the mental, too, the mental. They, you, you had things rolling. You came back, you got a real gutsy win against the NBA here. Yeah. Um, and then you go play, and Tyler Tanner does what Tyler Tanner does. Yeah. Um, and that was a tough game. So to kind of catch him back up, um, Father Ryan, the most recent game, uh, again, you all – at one point down 10 12 points in the first half yeah
1: the since we've kind of come back from the snow it's been a a uh, lot of slow stars uh yeah. we, we we're not it's either a slow start offensively or very slow start defense we've given up more 20 points quarters than yeah. i would have, have liked to count so really the focus when we got some practice time was to try to get back to where we were defensively and. Part of our defensive woes is we're 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 a pressing team, but we're starting to try to trap and mm-hmm. do things a little bit too much, and we're giving away easy baskets instead of making teams earn it. So hopefully, you know, we we're concentrating on that, and hopefully, the boys are starting to understand if we sit down and guard with our athleticism, the half court will be just fine.
0: Absolutely, and yeah, you, know, you go to Father Ron and. You, know, you do trail 10, 12 points in the first half. I don't remember what it was. I do remember they didn't miss a shot. It felt it like there for a while. About
1: 15 in the first quarter, but yeah. I know we were down 13 or 14 yes. at one point.
0: Yeah. Um, and then the second half happens. You know, Well, really the second quarter, you yeah. fight yourself back into yeah. a game, and then you kind of drop behind a little bit. But Osby-Caven kind of, kind of, you know, comes alive there in the fourth. I think yeah. he finished the game with five three-pointers including uh when the game was tied there in the, towards the end and yeah. hits a a three and one basically yeah. four-point play. Talk yeah. about talk about just that moment uh, in what was a hostile crowd as normally would be in that yeah. in a rivalry game.
1: Well, it was it was really good to see Osby have a great game. Um he had come off two games where he struggled mm-hmm. in a lot of ways and for him uh to still have the confidence to take those shots. I think he had missed a 3 We had run, a, a set that we we like to run, a continuity set, and he got a pretty good look at three, missed it, but then he came right back and hit a, a blob that we called for him. So um, that was a big shot, and it seemed like uh, number 10 for Father Ryan was matching him shot for shot at one point yeah. with push, but then that, that shot at the end we actually had was going to send Osby up where Trey was, Osby told Trey to get where he would have normally been and let mm-hmm. me get in the corner because we knew I guess, he smart enough to knew that yeah. shot was going to be there for him and and Fred made a great read, made the right pass and Osby Osby drilled it and got the foul which then knocked the free throw down which that's pretty much all the secured the game.
0: Well, and I think it's really cool because last year um, uh, the kids were learning to play, they didn't trust each other yet. Yeah. Um, a game like that last year, you don't know how that goes there at the end. Yeah. It was cool to see a moment when uh, there was unselfish basketball, yes. and they trusted the individuals on the court yeah. to make the play and got the ball to them. Well,
1: the, the biggest thing I can point to them to, to, to show them that they uh, trusted each other, we had 20 assists in that game, yeah. and, and a 71-point game, 20 assists is a, is a lot of <laughs> assists. So. It did show that we played some unselfish basketball, and we, we were looking for each other. And, and if we continue to do that offensively, we still have not quite got to where we were. Once we get to where we were offensively and continue to put those put pressure on teams and then lock in defensively, we're going to be a hard out for anybody.
0: Well, and the cool thing is what, what this team... At any given night, you have kids that can go get points and go get buckets for you. Yeah. You're asking them to do other things. Uh, Jerron was one that we talked about. Trey Pearson, anytime Trey really wants to score, he can get to the yeah. basket. Uh, but Trey is getting the ball to other people, is running your offense at times. Fred, yeah. same thing. So I, I just want to talk a little bit about that, and, and we'll start with Fred Bailey because uh, he's going to be a name when we're talking about Mr. Basketball that's going to come up, uh, is having his best year here. Yeah. Um I think he's averaging eighteen points a game roughly, somewhere around that. Yeah. Talk about Fred and what he means to this team.
1: Well f- Fred is is the toughness behind the team. Um Fred if you see him walk around the hall, he's pretty all consuming and just mm-hmm. really lighthearted. But when he when he steps between those lines, he, he er, there's a there's a change about him. Um his competitive nature rises sometimes. It gets mm-hmm. the best of him, but yeah. but it, it's it's Good for us. He's kind of learned how to lead with it now, and, sure. and um, he he's playing like a senior, and he's playing like a guy that's getting ready to go play college yeah. basketball. Uh, missed the missed basketball as well as Irby. He, he, his averages was probably better last year, but he realized mm-hmm. just to sacrifice a little this year. And if you get the wins, get the rankings, all the publications, sure. and all those other things will will come you and I think that's been the, his biggest realization like I don't have to go out mm-hmm. and score 25 every night I'll still be up for Mr. Basketball if my team is winning I'm doing Absolutely, thing and
0: we'll stick that. with seniors. We'll go to yeah. Tonio Wilkerson. Uh, so you know, Fred. Fred's going to Trevecca. You've got Tonio going to Cumberland. Uh, talk about what Tonio has meant to this program
1: uh, when he came here a couple of years ago. The same. Tonio is really the first true big guy we've had since Josh Phillips, um, who signed at MTSU out of uh, uh, out of here. He was six eight. Uh, Antonio was a little bit is a lot more fluid a little bit different player. He's not as tall as Josh, but the, the power mm-hmm. in which he plays with uh he owns every shot, block and record. He uh the athleticism that he brought, the physicality that he brought, he was um, when he played his sophomore year, he was the only big that could guard Malik Dye who is yeah. turning it up at Belmont right now. So that that shows you how legit he mm-hmm. was um and then his ability to work on his game and step out and hit the three over forty percent has been the biggest improvement uh that we've seen from antonio so people uh opponents have not honored that shot it's it's been big and then he of course plays over the over the rim along with Camden days, which yeah. we've seen a lot more dunk and a lot more <laughs> fan, uh fan friendly um much so than in the past.
0: Well, and that's the amazing thing with Tonio is his touch. Yes. Uh, he can flat shoot it from yeah. outside. Yep. You know, and that's, uh, he did that against the NBA, he got in yeah. the corner and hit two quick threes yes. against them here. And uh, they, they realized that pretty quickly. And, you know, just kind of talking about the seniors, because it is, we are coming up on senior night here at Pope. Um, Donovan James is another one that I've seen so much improvement from a kid freshman year to where he yeah. is now.
1: Well, Donovan is a kid that if he was on any other. High school roster he'd probably be playing ten to fifteen more minutes a game uh averaging close to a double double, but he's another one that's we're asking a sacrifice he uh but when he comes out there, he gives us tons of energy mm-hmm. he's an offensive rebounder, he's a kid that loves to run the floor um he helps us so much in transition, but he's the most important thing he's a guy that can who will guard one through four. Sure, uh, and, and and five. So he he'll he'll take the challenge of guarding every position and do what we like to call sit down. So um, Donovan' defense and tested is one of the sure. most important things that he does for
0: us. Yeah, and then we'll we'll talk briefly about Will Spence too. Just uh, a kid that's been with you all four years. Yes. Um, Really is uh, quite an inspiration on the
1: bench. Yes, he Even
0: is. Even he tries not to be at times. <laughs> yeah. but, but, no. Uh, but but he is. We'll uh, talk a little bit about Will and what he's. Will meant.
1: is our, our is is one of our spiritual leaders in, in both ways. He's he's one that leads us in our faith component, but also uh, on the bench. He he's the one that's in charge of leading the chance and keeping the bench involved. Um, he does a lot of the little things behind the scenes when it comes to. Um, the culture of the team, um, just a big, big piece. Uh, again, another kid that's sacrificed. There's a lot of teams Will Spence could play for sure, and play a lot of minutes for, but he, he, he loves his brothers. Um, he shows up to practice every day. He works hard. You would not know that he doesn't play 15 to 20 minutes a game mm-hmm. because of the way he practices, and that's that's really important.
0: And that's that's been a nice thing as we, we'll, we'll talk about a few other players is the depth that you have this year. Uh, that's sitting on that bench um, you know you've got still a young basketball team you've yeah. got two seniors that start yeah. but you're a young team I mean you've got three potentially three of the best sophomores uh, that are going to end up coming through this program uh, at that point in time and yes. Trey Pearson uh, and we'll talk about those juniors in a minute, but Trey Pearson is a kid that is as good as we've seen around here.
1: Oh yeah Trey Pearson has the chance to be the best basketball player to ever walk through Pope um, and that's if you just look at his recruitment, now, we've never had this many D1 college coaches uh, approach just in my time, and I'm sure in the time before me. I've been around pole basketball a long time, so he he's, uh, he's a he's a pass first point guard, which college coaches love. Mm-hmm. That with the ever improving offensive game, but the most important thing when trade decides he's going to sit down and guard, yeah. he he's he's pretty good at that too, and. Averaging nearly three steals a game is, is proof of that. So,
0: and talk a little bit about your juniors. You know, Camden has been phenomenal. Uh, Camden is really is another kid, much like Donovan that has gone from here and really grown in his game uh, and has shown so much improvement. Uh, So talk about him, about Blaine, about some of your juniors and what what they give to your team. Well,
1: Camden is one that all he ever lacked was confidence. And we just had to keep pumping in him Mm -hmm. and let him know how good of a basketball player he is. And we still have to remind him something nice. Hey, it's not if you score 14 that you had a good game. Like You could have six points and ten rebounds and three blocks and have a dominant basketball game and he he's still learning those lessons but man yes his ascension is we call him the x-factor all the time where we're, we're going to go as far as Camden Day's take us and, um, and when he's locked in and, and playing the way he plays he also plays above the rim also um, and then the, his shooting much improved from the three-point line we'd like him to take more three-point shots he was shooting over 40% early and he just kind of quit taking shots so um, just, just a lot of growth on and off the court for Camden
0: Well we'll catch up later this evening after the uh, Ensworth game. Yeah. Big finish coming up you play CPA twice thanks to the snow. You got Lipscomb Academy and where you're trying to get back one and one with Elm on the season. Yeah. Good luck the rest of the way we'll talk to you after Appreciate the game it. tonight coach. Thank you right.
1: We thrive under the lights the city of performers, putting on one heck of a show,
0: headlining night after night,
1: welcome to Smashville.
0: you, guys. Good night. of Murfreesboro. We're here whether you're ready or not.
2: It was just a few drinks. I'm good. I thought it was good. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal.
3: It was no big deal. Hey, I can hold my liquor.
0: I could hold my liquor. Welcome back. Change of scenery. We've got coach Kim DeMarini here, third year here at Pope Prep. That's correct. Welcome. Thank you. All right, we uh it's weird to do a show right out of the gate when we're 22 games deep or roughly however many we are. Uh I think we're at 500 right now, which is really speaks volumes from where this program has been and some of the challenges that you've had over the last couple of years when you first came here to where you are now talk a little bit about how you've gotten to this point in the in the in your coaching career here but talk about where this program was a couple of years ago when you came here to where it is now and how it's moving in the in the right direction
4: well we've we've gotten we've had great kids here all the time so the kids are just great but you know learning a new system learning a new coaching style i'm very heavy in the defensive effort so mm-hmm. you know the kids have really bought into that effort now so they're really they're really playing well defensively we have some you know lower uh, level probably um development that we need sh- shooting wise offensively to be able to sustain the level that we want offensively and defensively so we're getting there it's just taking a little bit of time Um, So we've got a a great middle school program in place now, and hopefully um, in the future we'll be able to reap the benefits of that.
0: And one of the cool things that you've gotten experience this year, you all go to Harpeth Hall, talk about that game when you're there and the win, the walk-off win basically that you (laughs) have there, Uh, Uh and it's just a cool reward to see the girls have that opportunity and have that success.
4: Right. Well, since I've been here, that was the first conference win that we had outside of St. Cecilia, so It was like winning a national championship almost for us. So, you know, they let us hang around. Um, We played great defense. Um, We were within one with 7.4 seconds to go, and uh, Olivia Sabino just took it right to the basket. They were focusing on some other players, and Olivia said, it's my time. Took it right in and laid it in, and... We all went crazy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, and another another big win for this program, uh, talking about getting away from St. Steve, was Lipscomb Academy. Right. Um, another another one that the girls had there at the end, and and they had the belief in themselves to finish that game mm-hmm. off. Mm-hmm. Talk about talk about how much confidence how is important, in learning how to win and learning how to be in those right. situations.
4: Well, believing you can is half the battle, and so a lot of these kids are just so used to finishing last or. You know, we're not expected to win anything in our region. So for them to, first of all, beat Harpeth, and there's a little glimmer of, oh, we can win. And then here they are, they're hanging around with, you know, with Lipscomb again. And, you know, all all of a sudden they're like, hey, we can win this game. And they go take it to them. Um, We missed some free throws even down the Mm -hmm. end. So, you know, the score could have been a whole lot different if we just made our free throws. But, you know, believing that you can do something is, is the first step in being able
0: to do it. Awesome. One of the things I love talking with you about is just talking about kind of the the inside baseball stuff with basketball. You know, when you start a season or before a season, there's so much that you're working on, but when you get into the season like this and you You've got, what, four or five games left to go in the season. Mm-hmm. How does your preparation change? Talk to me like like I'm Dave Gould and don't know any. I'm kidding, Dave. <laughs> I'm only kidding, only because you're there. Uh, Dave is way smarter than me at basketball. But talk about, like, how preparation changes for your team as you get into the season. You're playing these teams for a second time just, and right. what the differences are.
4: Right. So early in the season, we're heavy on skill. We drill, we drill, we drill, we work on skill. As the season progresses, we lighten on the skill. Even though we still do it, it's not as much of a focus then as like what our game plan is going to be for each particular opponent. So we're working on, you know, how we're going to defend a six-two post player when we have no one close to six foot two. Mm-hmm. But we talk about those parts of our game plan. So more tactical and, um, things that we're going to be working on.
0: And you've got Endsworth coming up. How far ahead do you start preparing for a game like that, especially if it's the first time you're playing an opponent?
4: Uh, the first time, we, we get scout film pretty early, so I have one of my assistant coaches, uh, Norman Rodriguez, he he asked for scout film from lots of people, uh, so he is really the primary person to put together our scouting reports, but the film is up, all of the girls can watch film on all of our p- opponents weeks in advance, so... We have scouting reports for every game. We have game plans for every game. And the kids are, are asked to know their opponents so they'll know what they're going up against.
0: What does success look like to you as you close out this season over the next couple of weeks and head into tournament play? It's not always about wins and losses. Uh, but, what is something that you're looking for this team to build on and grow, especially as some of your young kids come up into the future?
4: yeah, first of all it's the belief that they can win, and so we've we've really cracked into that a little bit this uh this season, and so we really want our girls to believe that they can win that they it's not always the most talented player or the talent most talented team that's going to win it's the team that plays together mm-hmm. the best. And so I think that the girls have tasted some victories, and they've tasted what it's like to work together. And I I hope that they continue to work towards that success. So it may not be a win, but it will be the belief that they can and the, the realization that they can put that effort into it and improve themselves individually so that we improve collectively.
0: I promised I was only going to keep you for four <laughs> or five minutes, but I've got you here now. Okay. And, and, we're, and we're rolling, so let's keep going just a little bit because I do want to talk about some of your players <clears throat> Um, we've got Senior Night coming up against endsworth mm-hmm. um, you, You're going to say goodbye to four seniors. You've got Bethany Howard, uh, Annie Gould, Olivia Sabino, and Lauren Purtle. Talk about what those seniors, because they, they started with you, I guess, sophomore year, right. um, and, and kind of how they have uh, progressed throughout their career as a whole, right. four individuals.
4: Right. Well, three of them have been with me the whole time I've been here, mm-hmm. so... Lauren joined us last year, but Annie, Olivia, and Lauren—Annie, uh, Lauren, no, Annie, Olivia, and Bethany have been with us been with me since I've started mm-hmm. here, and they are really the nucleus of our, our 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 team right now. And Lauren has joined in and, and become quite a leader herself. So you know, I, I it, when I think of Pope Prep basketball, girls basketball, I think of those kids so what it's going to be like next year without them it and of course it's going to be it's going to be very challenging but hopefully their legacy of the style of play that they uh, have demonstrated for the younger kids that they'll be able to continue you know leave will be able to reap the benefits of their legacy for a, a long time I hope
0: and you you have a unique team makeup because you'll look out on the court and you've got two seniors or three seniors and then you've got two freshmen or you've got a sophomore <laughs> and a freshman um, so How important is that dynamic for these seniors to help these freshmen grow? Because these freshmen and sophomores that you have are going to have to be leaders for you next year.
4: Right. So, I mean, they've seen leadership. You know, they've seen the leadership exuded in, you know, Annie leads relentlessly, Bethany, Olivia, Lauren, in the locker room, on the court. I mean, they demonstrate what we're looking for. They demonstrate hustle. They demonstrate work ethic. And that's what we're hoping that our younger kids are going to catch on to and and just continue to demonstrate.
0: And then we will talk about some of the young kids briefly. Brooke Dyer. Uh, Talk a little bit about Brooke, Maddie Grace Riley, Courtney Hollins. don't want to leave out Ivanoff because you've got some, some – she's course, a junior yeah. who comes in and gives you some valuable minutes. You've yes. got Mia Kalisi who you're working in. So yes. a lot of a lot of young talent. The future looks bright if they can t- continue to grow.
4: Right. So, you know, Brooke started for us last year in eighth grade, um, has really come on um, as just a, a threat offensively, defensively as well. She's smart. She sees the floor. Um Maddie Grace Riley, a wonderful addition. She comes in. She can knock down threes. We put her on the one you know some of our most difficult defensive opponents that we want for her. Um, Mia, Olivia, I mean every I mean um, whom I think they Mia. Uh, Lily, <laughs> Me, Lily, Lily even is, it, is it a yeah. junior. Yeah, junior. Courtney, Courtney comes in yeah. and, and can be quite a threat inside. So we have we have the potential just to really build a really solid program in the future. So. Well, good
0: luck against Ensworth. We will catch up after Ensworth, and good luck, coach. Thank you. Having fun?
4: Yeah, I'm going to kill my own pretty soon. Me too! Good
0: night, Kika. Good night. At Kia of Murfreesboro, we're here whether you're ready or not.
2: It was just a few drinks. I'm good. I thought it was good. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal.
3: It was no big deal. Hey, I can hold my liquor.
0: Thought I could hold my liquor.
2: We
1: thrive under the lights. The city of performers. Putting on one heck of a show. Headlining night after night. Welcome to Smashville.
0: We're here with senior Annie Gould. Annie, final year playing high school basketball. I have watched your career back from middle school. I had the pleasure to coach you along with your father who was the head coach. Talk a little bit about your days at St. Joseph and, and, and from where you were then to where you are now and, and as a basketball player and as a person.
2: I feel like my days at St. Joseph were very, very vital for my years at the at the high school level. You know, my coaches, you, Kyle, and my dad really helped me, you know, become the player that I am today and really gave me good instruction on, you know, everything that I use today.
0: What emotions go through you as you, you go out on senior night? Senior night's not going to be your last home game because of the snow. We still have one more. But talk a little bit about uh, the emotions and the feelings as you do that one more time.
2: Um, It's going to be very sentimental tonight. You know, I'm going to think about the times that I was in middle school watching the high school girls and their (laughs) senior night and really thinking about how my basketball career is coming to an end, which is going to, you know, be very sad, but I'm also happy that of all the lessons that I've learned throughout my years of basketball and, you know, just thinking back on all the great memories that I've had throughout my years.
0: So what's the plan next for you?
2: Well, I'm not playing any college basketball next, so I'm just gonna go off to college, have fun, get a good education.
0: Any decisions yet on schools, majors, anything like that?
2: Um, I'm hoping to do pre med right now, and I'm really my top choice right now is the University of Michigan. So we're hoping for a a good a good acceptance on that in April. But my second choice right now is probably the University of Dayton.
0: So That's awesome. It has been a pleasure watching you grow, uh, dating back to, what, fifth, fourth grade, I think. I've known you since fourth grade. And and to watch you not only as a basketball player, but really as a person, as a human being. And uh, we're going to finish this. We're going to put you on the hot seat. You're already in the hot seat. We're going to ask some random rapid-fire questions. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you sure?
2: I'm sure. Okay, let's <laughs> okay. not mess this up.
0: Okay. Get Hype Song.
2: Uh, my Way by Frank Sinatra.
0: Not expecting that one, a little Frank Sinatra. (coughs) How many players on your team right now probably would know who Frank Sinatra is?
2: Maybe one or two at the most.
0: All right. Uh, Go-to meal after a game? Chipotle. All right, Chipotle. Any special order there? Mm,
2: I get the bowl with rice, chicken, guacamole, sour cream, light lettuce because they always do too much lettuce, then like tomato, and that's it.
0: You need to spend Dad's money. I'll give you some other places. We can talk Bob's Steakhouse and some of those, too. Uh, Last show you binged? Criminal Minds. Excellent. And Beach or Mountains? Beach. Awesome. Annie Gould, senior at Pope Prep. Thank you very much. Thank you. We are joined by the man of the hour, Osby Caven. Osby, most important question. How frustrating is it when you go on the road and people say Cabin?
3: It annoys me quite a bit, just to be honest, but I'm kind of getting used to it.
0: Big game the other night. Father Ryan, biggest rival we have. Yeah. You had five three-pointers, mm-hmm. none more important than at the end, and we're going to see footage of that shot <laughs> while we're talking here, but none more important than the one in the corner. Talk about that moment, how you mentally prepare prepare, prepare yourself for a moment like that.
3: Um, it's just kind of outside of practice, you know, putting work in by myself, whether it's outside or in a gym, just putting up shots. That's all it really is.
0: And – you were ready for the moment. You were ready for the ball. Did you think you were going to get the ball?
3: Um, I mean, I had f- I hit a couple threes. I just hit one before, and I was hoping it would come back to me, because I knew I'd knock it down.
0: We talked to Coach Wade earlier about how important and how big this sophomore class is. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about your, your sophomore teammates, but, but what, what this season has been like you for you this year?
3: You know, two really good players with Trey and Geron, And Trey is a really good talent, so just athletically, and they're both really skilled. And it's just been a really up and down season I would say just for me personally you know not been shooting it that great but kind of getting back on the right track and
0: it's nice to have teammates to rely on though that when you're not and I think coach Wade alluded to the fact for you to have the confidence Mm -hmm. to take that shot because the thing about a shooter is you have to have a short memory
3: yes yes I do and it's I've kind of been working on that more recently just forgetting about the last shot whether it went in or not just keep you in the next shot
0: okay we're going to leave you with rapid fire questions are you ready for these yeah all right get hype song um
3: it's actually michael buble by feeling good
0: so we've had frank sinatra michael buble here is our i am perplexed here at the moment but let's go on to the next one go to mill after a game
3: um at the moment raising canes
0: excellent good choice brand new there uh last show you binged um Probably the the new Percy Jackson show that I just watched. That was good. Beach or mountains? Beach. All right. Good luck the rest of the way, Osby. It's great having you on here. Thank you.